And I'll tell you guys since we're since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo, and you're listening to the Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 60. In this episode, we are covering chapters 15 and 16 from the book King of Scars. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Moisavieni Casters. Hello. Hi. Hi. So let's say hello to some <laughs> listener sitters. Yes. First, <laughs> we have Galena, Illinois in the United States. Wow. Woo. And then we're going down under to Lilyfield, Australia. Oh, yay. Yay. That That's is such awesome. a fun name, too. It is. Lilyfield. I've always wanted to go to Australia. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. It would be so Except cool. Except not when it's hot there. Isn't that all the time? No. Um, There's times where it's hotter than others, like their winter, like around mm. Christmas time. Oh, okay. It's like super hot there. And, oh. it, and everything there will kill you, I think, is what I've heard. <laughs> so just stay indoors. <laughs> There's lots of spiders and snakes, kind of like in the south here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All those disgusting copper. Sm- <laughs> oh, what was the crazy, like, copper mouth? Copperheads? Copperhead. That's it. The yes. copper mouth or copperhead? No, wow. I think you're right. I think you're co- copperhead. Thank you, Copperhead. Copperhead. Producer note. So, for those of you asking how you can help, we would greatly appreciate tips. A dollar goes a long way. Your tips will help us to continue to bring you the Grisha cast. You can Venmo a tip to at B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Or cash app Dallasan, B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Woo! Also, leaving a review on your podcast platform, liking and following us on our socials, especially our YouTube channel, would make us so incredibly happy. Yes. And thank you to everyone who has tipped us. Yes. Thank you so much. We love you. We do. And it does really help us out a lot. So it really thank does. you so much. This is all an act of love for the Grishaverse. It is. So, so. much. We love it so much. And we love you guys. So real quickly, how are you? I'm good. Good. The weather is beautiful. It the is. sun is shining. It's not 20 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah, but I am hot up in this producer like studio. <laughs> I am sweating. We're well, also wearing a sweater. So yeah, but I... Ugh. You're sweating in your sweater. <sighs> I better should have brought my fan. <laughs> We need hand. an assistant. We do. <laughs> With banana leaves. Yes. They're on the side. Yes. That's how we've made it that far. That's what your tips are going to. Yes. You us Buy us an assistant <laughs> to fan us. That will fetch us things and fan Eric down so he doesn't sweat in his sweater. And they can pour our tea. Yeah. As I'm sitting here talking about being hot. I'm like, <laughs> Have some mm. hot tea. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys, we're a little late. We had a little, a lot of stuff going on this week. Oh my god. Both goodness. of us. I Yeah, so we're all good now. Yeah. So we are hunkered down and we are ready because we have had a lot happen and a lot to discuss. So let's dive on in. Ooh. Okay, so we're just discussing chapters 15 and 16. And so we're getting into, I don't know, the interesting parts, <laughs> I think. Um, we are hitting, yes, we're hitting a crescendo. Yes. I think you said it got weird. Is that what you said? Yeah. It does. It does. Get <laughs> it does absolutely. Very weird. Like, I had no clue it was going to get so weird. Yeah. There's a huge shift. 
Yeah, I, and I know exactly what you're talking yes. about. There's a specific, yeah. Uh-huh. So we're going to go on into it. So chapter 15 is Nikolai. And I'll start off right from the beginning things. The fog ponies of the Zemini frontier said to be so fast that when they ran, they became invisible. A sea serpent thrashing its way through the northern ice. The world unspooling before him as he rode the winds with the wings of a monster at his back. But his eyes could not make sense of what he saw swooping toward him in the sky. Yuri was on his knees praying. Zoya had her arms raised and Nikolai could already feel the sand whipping around the skiff as she summoned the wind to their defense. As soon as he'd heard that shriek in the air, Nikolai had drawn his revolvers and prepared to face the Volcra. He had expected shadow monsters or some new embodiment of the Darkling's power. Hell, maybe some part of him had expected the Darkling himself, the starless saint resurrected, come to plague them all with charisma and ill intent. Instead, he saw bees. (laughs) (laughs) A vast swath of them. Moving through a sky, the color of porridge, shifting and clustering into what might have been the shape of a woman. Behind the swarm, a grotesque lopped over the the sand, a massive body that kept forming and reforming. Two heads, then three, a thousand arms, a humped back with a spine that twisted in sinuous ridges, ten, twenty, thirty long, spindly legs moving in tandem. The forms were human one moment, animal the next, thick with fur, the gnashing teeth, and there, circling high above, a third monstrosity, wings wide and scales gleaming. End quote. Is that the weird part? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're just getting into the, the weird part here. Yeah. With yeah. the um thing with all these, like, faces and arms and legs and 20 and 30 humpbacks and... Yeah, and, we're like we've entered another world, so it's yeah, it's it, it's taken a turn. Yeah, it it explains it. Did you like my enunciation of the bees? Bees. Yeah. So my partner hates bees, <laughs> and he always says bees, just like that. So um, that's what I hear in my head. Bees. Bees. Well, <laughs> I don't like bees either. I mean, they're cute from far away and like in pictures, but not. Happy to have them like buzzing around. Well, there's a whole story about a bridge bee that I had to drop kick to Ooh. save his life on our very first trip. So it's just a thing with us. Oh, save his life, not the bee's life. Oh, okay. yes. Sorry. I had to save his life. Aw. Yeah. Well, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we will move on. Nikolai thinks he's possibly going crazy because these look like hallucinations. <laughs> he tells Zoya to help and... They scurry to try and figure out what to do and what would benefit them. I mean, think about that. You've got a swarm of bees, a monster that has thousand heads and then a thousand (laughs) arms and then hunchbacks and then changes from an animal to a human. And and then on top of all that, there is um, a dragon. So that's that huge thing flying in the air. With scales, yeah. Yeah. And they... um, so anyways, Nikolai shoots at this grotesque man-slash-bear-slash-whatever-you-want-to-call-him, <laughs> but the bullets don't seem to work when they get close to, I guess, this thing. It just kind of like the bullets stop. Um, the dragon flying over them then decides to start breathing fire at Zoya, who then protects them with a barrier of wind. Um, Nikolai can feel his brows burning, and 
of course, during this like really crazy moment, what else would Yuri be doing? But that, you know, there's just three of them. And there's Zoya and Nikolai like, oh, my God, we got to save our lives. And Yuri's just praying. (laughs) Thanks, Yuri. He's seeing a miracle. Thanks for all your help. Those those are like his his little saints and stuff that he prays to. So I imagine. Yeah, but at the same time, if your saint came at you with fire, (laughs) I mean, there's still a moment where it's like, okay. But anyways. There's two people in this world. (laughs) So Nikolai comes to the realization that they are outnumbered. I don't think it took long for that one. Um, The grotesque says to lay down their arms, but they are too scared and confused to even think about not protecting themselves. Zoya is going to use the sand again to bring a storm. I'm sorry. I think I'm sorry. Use her powers to use the sand to like bring a storm of like sand and all the stuff and for them to try to get back on the skiff and out of town. Here's a quote. He opened fire, trying to lend Zoya cover as she swept her arms forward in the sands of the fold, or wherever they were, rose with the whoosh. There was no subtlety now, no need to mask her actions to fool the pilgrims. Instead, the storm came to life with a start like a man waking from a bad dream, a sudden wall of force that thrust the creatures back, the sands forming a whirling wall to hide the skiff's escape. Nikolai holstered his revolvers and seized the lines, releasing the sail. The canvas snapped, filling with air, driving them east and back toward what he hoped were still the borders of the fold. Whatever these creatures were, their powers had to be tied to this place. End quote. So, um, An alternate reality. Yes, definitely. The skiff um, plan kind of fails, <laughs> and um, the ground buckles a little bit and tilts them out and they pretty much like Nikolai Zoya and Yuri like pour into this like heap onto the ground. <laughs> so next quote, a shape emerged out of the sand before them, then another, then another, a regiment of sand soldiers. They were faceless, but their uniforms were elaborately detailed. They looked like the paintings of ancient Robkin soldiers, the army of Euromir the Determined, dressed in furs and bronze, but all of it wrought in sand. Zoya raised her hands and sent a fierce gust of wind slamming into the ranks of soldiers, but they stood solid and unmoving. End quote. So, now we've got soldiers um, <laughs> made out of sand. Sandmen. The Sandman! <laughs> the Sandman! <laughs> the Sandman, but like tripled. So, um, bring in some dreams. Yes. This is a dream. Definitely. Feels like one. That's what it, yeah. That's what it seemed like in the beginning. So, Nikolai realizes that they are screwed. He, um, <laughs> understatement. Yeah. He walks out with his hands up. Pretty much, I feel like, should have a white flag. And it's like, I surrender. The drag then flies toward him and blows fire. And then, of course, Zoya, like, intervenes by pushing Nikolai out of the way and onto the ground and using her powers to protect them from the fire. So it's Zoya and the dragon again, where she's like, <laughs> I feel like, I guess you probably would have needed to watch the YouTube video to understand what I was just doing, but that was me using powers. And that's how my power would sound like a small little fart, <laughs> which would be my summoning. My, that well, would be I, our luck. Yeah. I would use my squalor powers and like, That'd be horrible, especially in this situation. <laughs> Anyways, um, but 
that did leave me thinking, but we can't discuss all that stuff because we have to get moving. So Zoya is um, producing a storm um, to protect them from the dragon. And when all of a sudden the dragon stops blowing the fire because Zoya has done something different. She has actually taken the breath away from the dragon, which, cha-ching, I forgot she could do that. Because, I mean, she can take the breath away out of people. So she took it out. And the dragon seems to be pissed, like, ugh, stomped on my tail. You took all my, like, gusto out of me. So then he, like, roars and blows more fire, but this fire is blue and even hotter. Zoya is, like, summoning her ice storm now, and they're just in this battle on. I mean, it is total Mortal Kombat of our Grisha, and yeah, so... Here is the next quote. Blue fire lit her hair. Her hair rose like a black crown around her head and her eyes blazed cobalt as if she too burned with the dragon's fire. Zora screamed as the dragon's flame pounded against the force of her power. She gritted her teeth and Nikolai saw beads of sweat bloom on her brow. He opened fire on the dragon, but his bullets seemed to melt before they even came near the creature's scale. Ice crystal crystallized on the fallen skiff, coated Nikolai's hands and the ranks of the sand soldiers surrounding them, end quote. So Zoya finally, like, not finally, but I'm sorry, Zoya collapses um, from using so much power and the dragon stops, um, luckily, because otherwise she would have been burnt to a crisp. And the dragon lands and confronts Nikolai and says, so, well, no, sorry, he doesn't say so. Um, (laughs) Quote, the boy king, said the dragon, prowling forward, tail lashing the air. Its voice was a low rumble like thunder on a distant peak. The war hero, the prince with a demon curled inside his heart. Nikolai wasn't sure if he was more startled that the creature could speak or that it knew what had brought them on this cursed journey. End quote. The dragon admits that he he wanted to kill her. But like, I mean, he wasn't trying to kill her, but I mean, because I mean, he just kind of wanted to see what she could do. You know, let me test out her powers. And Zoya starts screaming like this, like crazy scream out of nowhere. And this last quote is going to take us to the end of the chapter. So, quote, for saints sake, Zoya, what's wrong? She snatched up something that glinted in her hand and clutched it in her chest, her sobs like nothing he had heard before. It took him a moment to force her fingers open. Crailed in her palm, he saw the broken halves of her silver cuff. Her amplifier had shattered. No, she sobbed. No. Yes, hissed the dragon. Juris, stop this, said a woman, emerging from between the rows of soldiers. She wore a dress of blooming roses that blossomed and died in curling vines around her body. Her golden hair was a buzzing mass of bees that swarmed and clustered around her radiant face. You got your battle. They know what they are facing. The first bit of excitement we've had in years, Elisabetta and and you seem determined to deny me my fun. Very well. The dragon heaved its shoulders in a shrug, and then before Nikolai's bewildered eyes, it seemed to shift and shrink, becoming a towering man in finely wrought chain mail that glittered like black scales. The sand soldiers parted to reveal the grotesque, his body still shifting and changing, now covered in eyes as if to better take in every inch of them "'What is this?' Nikolai demanded. "'Who are you?' "'Do the people not pray for saints?' asked the man called Juris. 
At last, wept Yuri, still kneeling. At last, come, said Elisaveta, extending a hand, the bees buzzing gently around her in a hum that was almost soothing. We will explain all. But Nikolai's mind had already leapt into preposterous territory. St. Elisabetta, who had been martyred in a field of roses. St. Juris, who— You slew the dragon, said Nikolai. It's, it's in all of the stories. Sometimes the stories are rough on the details, said Juris with a gleaming smile. Come, boy king, it's time we talked. End quote. End scene. Uh, not end scene. End chapter. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, this is where I... Um... This is what I'm talking about, about things well, yeah, it a all weird. It's shifted. Definitely a shift because we haven't had anything like that. I, I think I think what's crazy about all of it, or I think what at least is weird to me, is just this grotesque like person. Yes. That's what's weird. I mean, the other saints, like the dragon and Elisabetta, like, I mean, them with the bees and all that, like, that's like, that's okay. It's just this weird, grotesque creature. That's what they call that is the just, grotesque. Yeah. <laughs> grotesque and then the fact that like i just read they had like he turned into like a big ball of eyeballs yeah what the heck so weird <laughs> a ball of eyeballs i mean it gets it does get discussed later why this happened yes but i mean i just couldn't imagine a body shifting and changing now covered it in eyes yeah no thanks as if it better taken every inch of them it's all right weird I'm good. okay yeah <laughs> So, that's my chapter. You go, girl. All right. So, chapter 16, we're going to follow a new character, Isaac. Oh, hi, Isaac. Hi, Isaac. Let's see what you're doing. Did you get some tea? I did. Okay, good. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> so, um, I uh, started mine with a quote this time. Isaac was trying very hard not to sweat through his uniform, and the effort was only making him sweat more. It was not so much the pain of transformation that bothered him, but the proximity of Jinya Safin as she moved her fingers over the line of his nose and brow. He'd been sequestered with her for nearly two days in a practice room usually occupied by the Corporalki. It had no windows, and its single door was always guarded by one of the Batar twins. The light for Jinya's careful work came from the vast skylight above, the glass so clear it could only be Grisha made, end quote. So that's our introduction to this character. He's already like being transformed by Jinya. That's how we meet this guy. <laughs> but then we're like, okay, hi, where'd you come from? Hello. <laughs> this tea's good, by the way, girl. Oh my goodness, isn't it? I it's like one of my it. favorites. Yes. She it's bought me some vanilla chai. Vanilla chai. I hadn't had it. I really you can taste the vanilla. Yes. Like really taste I'm gonna it. have to bring some salted caramel next time because that one's my number one favorite. I can't believe you can taste the vanilla. Yes. Whenever it says I'm sorry, and I'm I'll stop over this. Whenever it says vanilla on tea packets, you never taste nope. it. Except right now. Yes. It's In this good. moment, y'all. In this moment. <laughs> a moment like this. A moment um. <laughs> like this. Some people wait a lifetime. They do. Um so he's wondering what he's done to get here with Jinya, which makes him think back to after the battle of Almhand, which we know nothing about, um, when Nikolai had spent three hours talking to the wounded and he had brought a water glass to Isaac's mouth to help him drink because Isaac was one of the wounded. After they talked for a while, Nikolai said Isaac should keep up with his talent for languages and Isaac was like, dude, my family can't afford that. So months after Isaac had returned home, Nikolai had sent a letter inviting him to become a royal guard where he could also study language. 
So he really enjoyed this job. He loved being a guard and he got really good at languages. And he felt like this tremendous pride about his work, which I think is really cute. And then the summons came. Tamar went to go find him. And obviously, Isaac is scared and nervous. <laughs> like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. But he's also kind of happy because he knows Zoya isn't there. <laughs> She's off with Nikolai, so he's not going to have to face her. Oh. To his shock, Jinya tells him that Nikolai is missing from the unsee. Uh-oh. And that in two weeks' time, 17 ladies are coming to Oz Alta for this season of The Bachelor. Yes. Tune in. <laughs> the, I can't wait. I know. <laughs> the biggest shock, though, is that they need him to step in and play the king. So <laughs> you, we gonna put you in some drags, and you're gonna not only, yeah, that's hi. That is not easy. That's it's horrifying. Um, yeah, I can't even imagine. I can't. I mean, if you put yourself in that situation. It's just. It's not even for fun dress up. No. Like, I mean, if you mess up, like, you could die. <laughs> you could destroy the entire country. <laughs> exactly. I mean, bring war. That's all. I mean, wow. So apparently, this had been Nikolai's contingency plan all along. That's why he had invited him to be a guard and to learn all these languages. Uh, because he was the right height. He already spoke a bunch of languages. And he could be easily tailored to look like Nikolai. So this was actually Nikolai's plan. All along. All along. Isaac is understandably like freaked the heck out and asks, um, can't the Bachelor contestants just be delayed until Tamar <laughs> says there's intelligence suggesting that a member of the Tavgar Garad Garad? Yeah, you got Tavgarad, it though. You said it right. May I, be able or may be ready to defect. So in our terms, that means a shoe guard wants to tell them secret stuff. Yeah. And we can just I mean, COVID's happening. You can delay things. <laughs> yes. So, I mean. We need I, to delay the filming a little bit longer. It's not hard. <laughs> I mean, just but, sequester the contestants. Put them all around Ravka. But now that there's like a a shoe guard that wants to tell them like Truth. all these secrets, then, um, oh, then they don't true. want to push it back. Uh, so, of course, Isaac says yes for his king and country. And he starts his lessons and he sat with Jinya being tailored. He started to fall in love with her. Oh. Let's not get this twisted, though. Jinya is madly in love with David. Mm -hmm. So nothing's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but he's dreaming of kissing her. Aw. She's Aww. taken, honey. Yes. The plan is to sneak Isaac out of the palace through tunnels after dark. Then stage a return of the king. To make it look like he just stopped at Count Kerrigan's. That's all. They'll say uh, that Zoya stayed behind to journey to Oskervo. You know. And I just realized, didn't they say, though, they should have gone with what they said beforehand because they said they were going to send the golden coach. Or am I getting this confused? I feel like I don't know how I'm remembering this either because I have a horrible like, Your brain's memory. just like yeah. doing a thing? Okay. This is weird. But last time we discussed, like, before they went into, like, the fold, they're like, we're going to send the golden coach to Crimson because that's how we got onto the subject of, like, oh, they're going to see Alina and David, right? Pretending yeah. to go see Alina. Yeah. Wasn't that right? I think so. So they should have huh. just said that they were going there instead because that's what they said. They Maybe Jinya and them didn't know, like, what the... I don't know. True. I know. I, I don't know where that... I don't know. 
know. I can't remember anything. I can't, <laughs> and like, I don't know how I just remembered but that. But that happened. Like, yes, it did. So, oh, sorry. It's okay. So, in their planning talk, they hint to the fact that they are sus of the apparat, and they agree to keep him away from Isaac, like, by all means necessary, because the apparat will destroy everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Truth. As they're assessing all the work that they've done, they realize that it's just not right, because Isaac is just not very kingly. He's he doesn't feel very confident in himself and he oh, yeah. he keeps apologizing and they start to wonder like, well now what? Now what are we gonna, gonna do? And Isaac didn't want to be the reason that everyone failed. So he's feeling a little bad, but he musters up everything he could think of about the king. So he leans back, drapes an arm over the top of his chair and said, Ginya, my love, ring for brandy. I can't be expected to tolerate certain doom when I'm this sober. Well, and at that moment, everyone freezes and stares at him, and they get really excited because all of a sudden there was Nikolai. That's awesome. See, I love his character. He's so relatable. Yes, I love. Yes, I love his character. So he saves the day, and they can continue on with their plans. The end. Wow. Yeah, Isaac is such a like. He's so relatable. I think that's why like yes, we all love him so yes, much. I do Just like because. Isaac's story. Yeah, and he's just, like, sweet and smart and doesn't want to ruin the country. He's, he's a little Nikolai Jr. He is. Yes. It's cute. But it Nikolai cute. would be very hard to, like, impersonate because, I yes. mean, just everything you've read about him, he's, like, the most confident He's a very specific ever. character. And he yes. has his little, like, Nikolaisms and the things that he says. And, and he's pretended yeah. to be so many different people. Yes. I mean, he's just, yeah, he is... He's just his own style of brandy or something. <laughs> okay. Well. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's specific. Yes, he's very, yes. Exactly. I don't know where old style of brandy came from. I don't know. But that just popped out. It works. And that's an Ericism for you. <laughs> so, well, um, so I know, seems like a very short episode. We love you all. We just had to get through it because we promised you something that you will have here shortly. So don't worry because there is another episode after this episode. Oh my gosh. Two episodes. (laughs) What are we going to do? You're going to press play. Yes. If you you want to. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. But we promised everybody that we would have a specific time where we can discuss the trailer. So. And we're going to. We are. So. Anyways, um, sorry, I know this is short. We had to get through those two, but don't worry. At this point forward, we are going to pick up that pace, and we are going to get through this book so we can get ready for the show. Which is soon. It is. There's a lot of stuff coming for you guys. We have a lot of surprises. Oh, my gosh. Um, (laughs) Just let you know, we do have, like, interviews and things like that lined up. We're not going to say anything more than that, but... We know that you will want to stay tuned. These are the interviews that you will want to hear. And as we get closer and get more specifics, maybe we'll ask you guys if you have specific things to ask some of these specific people. Our very special guests. I'm not saying who. No. Because we can't. No. Sorry about it. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, they really, well, hold on. We got to do it just yes, because. Yes, we have okay. to. It's that time. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> ah, hold up! Yes, 
technical difficulties. Yeah, so anyway, sorry, technical difficulty. Crazy Cast News! There we go. See, we did it great. We just sounded perfect. So, um, anyways, um, the Grinch Cast News, you already know. I mean, come on. I don't know how we're going to even cover anything that you don't. Um, you've watched the trailer mm-hmm. probably a thousand times like we have, and it's just gotten everybody super hyped, and last week was amazing when they released it, and it's just gotten really exciting and um there was something that um there was a interview that came out i think it was yesterday with lee that was just kind of discussing um the upcoming um book which we can't forget like, I know, I mean, that's, that's another too. thing that is really exciting that comes out march 30th yes, this month yeah so like we get the sequel the end of like this duology and i'm so excited about that and possibly the end of the Grishaverse. Yeah, but I think she said that just so she can take a break because she has always said that she's going to, because she's now working on, so that's a thing she did release yesterday. She's working now on the sequel to Ninth House. So, which we know is not part of the Grishaverse, mm-hmm. but is a fantastic novel that we will be covering <laughs> um, <laughs> once we get done with the Grishaverse because you have to. Um, I think she can't leave the Grishaverse. There's no way. Like, I mean, she built this whole world already. I think it's just to like give us some like peace. Like, I think this is going to be the end of some stories, which is going to be sad. Yes. But I think there will be death. Yeah. She's already, yeah. I mean, there's going to be some mm-hmm. sad stuff. I think it's going to be the end of some stories, but I think it's, there's no way she can leave the Grishaverse. It's her baby. It's huge. We'll see. Yeah. We will. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of like, the only other stuff we have, I mean, we're getting ready for Lee's Bar- Bardugo's birthday. And pretty much, I mean, I've already talked to all the people that are have sent in stuff. Thank you so much for everybody that has been a part of that birthday gift. Um, it is really coming together great. And I can't wait to see what everybody, like everything gets sent in on the 12th. I can't wait to see all of that. And yeah, it's going to be really cool. So um, we're putting together a nice little birthday gift. If you do want to hear about it or anything, go back to some past episodes and listen to me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just our severed moon present we're giving her. Yes. So um, all you have to do, we're writing journal entries. If you want to be a part of it, you just need to email eric at grishacast.com or info at grishacast.com or any of the grishacast.coms. <laughs> all of it us. all works. It does. Okay, so we love you all. It has been wonderful. Yeah. But we're going to get on into this trailer. Yeah, we are. So we'll see you guys there. So oh, see and us at our wait, sorry. Next mile. week. We forgot. <laughs> sorry. Next week. We are going to be reading 17 and 19. 17 through 19. Yes. Not 17 and 19. Don't skip 18, 17 please. 17 through 19. 17 through 19. Yes. Okay. Now we can go. <laughs> we love you all. Bye. Bye. Like we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. Plus. No, no mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at GrishaCast. A special thank you to our background music created by Kendra Dantes and produced by Year 26. <laughs>